0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Magic Mindset Podcast. I just royally cracked my neck right before that opening, and so if you heard a lot of clattering, it wasn't my recording studio, aka in my husband's closet, falling down around me. It was just my neck being cracked on this very early Sunday morning. (laughs) So today, we are going to talk about more new year, new me type stuff. However, we don't refer to it like that. It is not new year, new me. It is new year, more aligned me, new year, more thriving me, new year, more intentional me. And so as I record this, it's Sunday, January 9th. For me, the new year hasn't even started yet. I'm still processing last year and I'm still figuring out what I want to call into this year. And I think that's important to point out because for a lot of people, we feel this pressure on the first, this pressure to get it right. And then if we don't get it right from the first on forward, we feel like we've, we've ruined it, like we have fucked up and like there's just no hope for us anymore. And I want to call bullshit on that. The first is nothing more than a day on a calendar. And the only reason the first holds power is because we gave it power. We decided that that day was special and we allowed it to be powerful, which is wonderful because it means we can do that with any day. With any day at all. And so if you're listening right now, already feeling like your new year is off to a shaky start, that's okay. Pick another day and give it power. And use my example as permission because, like I said, my new year hasn't even started yet. I'm not being intentional and calling in my new habits I've laid out for myself this year. I'm not doing that until the 17th. I need some transition time. I need to make sure that the habits I've laid out for myself on the first are actually in alignment with me because... When we're in those periods of motivation and inspiration, they're wonderful, but we tend to overshoot, right? We tend to overcommit. We know this from our past diet-based bullshit. When we're feeling very excited and very motivated, that's when we tell ourselves, well, I'm going to go to the gym six days a week for an hour, and I'm not going to eat any more gluten, and I'm not going to eat any more sugar. And we lay out these plans, and they're lofty. But then what happens? We can't hold ourselves to those standards, And so I think it's really important when we're making goals and when we're setting intentions to give ourselves some space between the actual intention setting and when we're going to put those things into action to make sure that they still feel aligned with us. I think that's – I know that is incredibly important because – We don't want to overshoot. We don't want to overcommit. What we want to do is set ourselves up for success. We want to be sure that we are somebody we can depend on. And the way we do that is by following through. And so if we're overshooting, what we're really doing is selling ourselves short. We are telling ourselves that we're not dependable when that does not need to be the case. Because if we would have just taken some time and given ourselves some space between setting those goals and actually putting those goals into action, what we would have found is probably we were setting ourselves up for something that just isn't realistic. And that's okay. Because that means we can take shit off of our list. So again, if you're listening and you feel like you've already kind of been off to a start that you're not proud of, that's okay start again. Pick a day, any day in the future, and let that be your day one. You are not stuck by the laws of our man-made calendar. You can pick any single day you want, and that can be when you start. And so this episode, I'm going to talk about what I basically left on my list. And I'm not big on sharing, you know, what I do because I never want to come from a place of this is what works for me, so this is what should work for you because that's bullshit and and that doesn't happen. We are all so different with different lives, different starting points, different everything. But this list that I've boiled down to, these four things that I'm really concentrating on in 2022, I am confident that they can help almost everybody. The first commitment I am making to myself is something that came out of 2020 and it's bullshit. A lesson that I am very thankful to have learned during that shit show of a year, and that is to find potential, not problems. We are humans, we are made to spot potential problems that is in our DNA, that is how we evolved to be here. We did not have an opportunity to stop and smell the roses until we made sure there wasn't a black bear hunting behind a tree that wanted to kill us first, right? And so seeking out negative information does not make us bad people. It does not make us chronically depressed or chronically angry. It doesn't make us any of those things. It makes us humans. We are engineered to do so. However, In today's modern society, we don't have that same need to know every potential threat around us because let's be real. While I could sit here and catastrophize and list off a thousand things that are a threat to all of us right now, I don't need to do that right? I don't don't need to do that because largely we are very safe. We are extraordinarily safe in our society. And hopefully you live your life in a way that keeps you even safer. You are doing things that feel good within your integrity to keep yourself strong and healthy and all those things. And so even more so, we do not need to be paying attention to everything that could harm us, but we do, especially right now. Right? Especially right now, we're always thinking about the negative. And what that does is just keep us, you know, the hippie in me wants to say it keeps our energy really low. And it does. It it keeps our energy incredibly low. What vibe are we giving off when we are in a frequency that is constantly looking at problems around us? That's shitty. That feels shitty. And it not only feels shitty to us, it feels shitty to everybody that we encounter. But also on a scientific level, we are just creating cortisol in our system. When we're in that constant state of anger or depression, all we are doing is flooding our body with cortisol. And so that means that we are making it incredibly hard for ourselves to recover. We're making it incredibly hard for ourselves, for our bodies to repair, for our bodies to heal, for our bodies to be healthy when they are just constantly flooded with that hormone that we are allowing ourselves to stay in when we're continuing to stay in a fear-based negative state. I don't know about you, but I can't do that anymore. It feels like shit. I don't want to turn on the TV and see everything going wrong with the world. I don't want to go to my Facebook feed and see why everybody's angry. I don't want to talk to my friends and only talk about what I'm worried about and what I'm fearful of. That feels like shit. And so my commitment to myself is to seek potential because potential is always there. It is always there. It's just when we are stuck in that low energy of fear and worry, we're unable to see it. And again... I don't say that to cause shame for myself or for you. I say that to acknowledge it because that's what we need to do when we are in those states of fear and worry. We need to acknowledge those things. Trying to repress those things, trying to numb those things out, that does not serve us (laughs) at all, right? I know that from experience. I'm sure you do too. When I used to eat and drink my emotions away, I was never helping myself. I was quieting a monster until it came back later bigger and stronger. I don't do that shit anymore. I do not do that shit anymore. If you've been around for a while, you know that's a mantra I use all the time. So what I want to do when I'm feeling that way is to acknowledge those feelings. Allow myself to feel them. Okay, this is scary right now. I don't like how this feels. There is a thousand things right now that I have zero control over and that feels like shit. But in acknowledging that, I've acknowledged something else. I have zero control over it. And so what the fuck is me sitting there worrying and catastrophizing going to do? Absolutely fucking nothing. Absolutely nothing. It is not going to change the situation. All it is doing is stealing my present moment peace. All I am doing is sacrificing my peace for a future that maybe could happen. But if that possibility, that negative possibility that I'm worried about could happen, so could the positive, right? So could the potential. Because here's the thing with the unknown. Everything we are terrified of lives in the unknown. That is 100% true. But so is the opposite. Everything that we are hoping for, everything we could dream about, everything that we wish would happen, that lives there too, right? Everything good also lives in the unknown. It is our responsibility to honor both sides of that. And I don't view that as spiritually bypassing because I'm sure there's somebody listening right now going, but Heather, the world is going to shit and we all should be scared. Ugh. You know what? Cool. Cool good. Keep it. Congratulations. You can keep that. You can keep that energy. You can keep that fear and you can keep that worry. I'm not doing that anymore. That shit is not serving me anymore. My responsibility to myself and to the people I love is to find the potential, is to find the good, to acknowledge whatever problem I am worried about right now, acknowledge that it's happening, and then ask myself, what can I do about it? Because there's always going to be an answer to that question, what can I do about this? Sometimes the answer is an incredibly frustrating one. The answer is, I can't do anything about it. I have absolutely no control over this situation and that fucking sucks. But it also means worrying about it is going to do no good. It is not going to change the situation. I need to let that shit go. I need to acknowledge what I'm feeling and then let it go. Or I ask myself that question and what? What happens? I find solutions. I find actionable ways that I can manage this problem. I would have never found that if I just stayed in the energy of worry and fear and catastrophizing. That's where I would have stayed. But when I'm acting and I'm looking for a place to find solutions, to find potential, to find possibilities within problems, that's when I find solvable ways to move forward. That is when I find opportunities. And so I'm done living in this negative mindset of worry. I spent too much time there over the last two years, specifically over 2020. But now I realize what a blessing that was because me worrying about everything did not change it. It did not change the reality. Fighting with reality means we will lose 100% of the time. That will always be true. So in those moments, I wanna seek potential. How can I best show up for myself in this problem? What quality do I need right now? Who do I need to be right now to allow this problem not to feel like a problem? And when I start asking myself those questions, empowering questions, holy shit, amazing things start happening. And in the least, maybe nothing amazing happens, but it allows me to remember that worrying is not serving me. All I can do is stay right here in the present moment and almost all the time in the present moment, wherever we are, everything is fine everything is fine. There is nothing happening in the present moment that is a threat to us or the people we love. Anything we are worried about is outside of us. It is not in us right now. And so it allows me to go back to the present moment. And in the present moment is where I find my power. And so again, this is my goal, but I think it can benefit everybody. I know, actually, it can benefit everybody. Instead of focusing on the problems, I am committed to focusing on the potential. And I hope you feel exactly the same way. The next thing I'm committed to is questioning my beliefs, which is closely tied to finding potential in problems. Because if I believe something to be a problem, well, what am I fighting for? I'm fighting for bullshit, right? I am fighting for bullshit if that's what I believe. And so questioning my beliefs is the next step from there. I want to continually question if what I am believing to be true is helping me are harming me. Because the thing with beliefs is we just tend to pick them up. And if we feel like they're aligned with where we are in that moment, we keep them forever. And we forget that what might be serving us at a moment in time will not be serving us later. And we know this to be true. How many times have we believed something in the past and then we'd look back at it years later and go, oh my God, what an idiot I was. How did I not see that? How did I not know that? And so We have to remember that it's our responsibility to ourselves to question those beliefs, because unfortunately, they may not always be serving us. And another thing, something I learned from Michael Beckwith, um, who's a pastor of Agape Church, I would love to go there someday, but he says that a belief is a placeholder for knowing. That is something I never thought about, but holy shit, is it true. We believe something until we know it. And so there are statements that I can't say I confidently know, right? I I have to say I believe because I will never be able to prove them true. But there are also things that I can say I know and, and, and I know them with certainty. And those things are how I want to relate to myself. What do I know about me? I don't just believe myself to be somebody who fill in all the affirmations I tell myself every morning. I know myself to be that person now, right? A belief is a placeholder for knowing. And so when we question our beliefs and something feels really good, when something lights us up, when something becomes very exciting and motivating to us, we know that that is a belief we need to put into practice, How can I be that person? How can I be that person? So if I believe myself to be somebody who is healthy, I believe myself to be somebody who is strong, I believe myself to be somebody who is motivated, who is determined, well, what does that look like? And what do I have to do to make that belief into something I know, something that is unshakable, something that I have is a core value of who I am. I am no longer just believing it. I know it because I've put it into action. It is tried and true and tested. And so believing things, questioning those beliefs, allows us to figure out those things. And of course, for everything that we're worried about, can we believe it to be true 100% of the time? No, we can't with those worries. We can't with those fears. We can't. And so it allows us to take power away from situations that may seem like huge problems. It allows us to boil those things down into what they really are. Little tiny nuisances that we can step over instead of allowing them to just grow and grow and grow. And so questioning our beliefs works to help us build confidence, but it also helps to work us build peace, right? It gives us peace because we can see things for what they are. We can know that we're just guessing, that we're just taking information that we heard from somebody and we're calling it the truth, even though we don't believe, we don't know it to be true, right? And so it allows us to do those things in every single situation. And I know it might sound, you know, a little silly, right? A belief versus knowing, but I want you to think about the difference between the two of those things and think about what that looks like when you believe something versus when you know something and how you can use that in your own life. Ask yourself, what do I believe about me? You know, start there. You know, I'm a fan of self-questioning. What do I believe about myself? What do I believe to be true about myself? And then list those things. List the good. List the bad. List the ugly. List the beautiful. List everything in between. And then ask, is this true? Can I know this? Do I want this to be true? If something feels like shit, if you believe something really horrible about yourself, cross it off your fucking list, right? Take that belief away from you. Just like we no longer believe about a monster under the bed, We can stop believing that we're lazy. We can stop believing that we are losers. We can stop believing that we are fat, something every woman likes to say lately. We can stop believing that we are bloated, that we are ugly. We can put those beliefs away just like we put the beliefs about the monster in our closet away. It is true. The same is available to us at this age. We just need to be willing to do the work to make that available to us. So again, my number two thing that I know can help everybody question our beliefs. If that belief is not working in your favor, get rid of it. Ask yourself who you need to be to get rid of it. And if that belief is working in your favor, if it lights you up and makes you feel amazing, ask yourself what you need to do to know it. How can you make that something that you no longer just believe you know with every fiber of your being? Who do you have to be to make that belief into a knowing? Again, really, I keep saying this, I'm going to keep saying this, really fucking amazing things will happen. The third thing I'm committed to, is going to sound a little weird at first, but stick with me because it's an important one. This is another one that's going to be a banger if you adopt it for your life too. The third thing I'm committed to in 2022 is to forget trying to build self-love. I'm over self-love. I don't want to work on self-love anymore, and I don't want you to work on self-love anymore. What I'm committed to building in 2022 is self-trust, and that's my hope for you too are you someone you can trust? Whatever you felt in your belly right now, whether it was amazing, I hope you felt a fuck yes in you. I hope your whole body went, yes, I can absolutely trust myself. Good. Just fast forward like the next five minutes. You don't need to listen to this part. (laughs) But if you didn't, if you didn't feel a full body, fuck yes. That's okay too. Because I'm right there with you, friend. I am right there with you, friend. I want to say that I can trust myself. In most situations, I can. But can I in all the time? No, I can't. But that's okay. Because me acknowledging that means that I can work on that. Awareness is a bitch. But holy shit, is it a blessing? Because it allows us to make changes. And so if you felt a no in your body, that's okay. What a gift. What a gift. Now you know that you can work on it. Because here's the thing with self-love. How do we build it? We build it by knowing that we are somebody that we can depend on, by knowing that we are somebody we will do anything for. And so, just like we talked about way in the beginning, when we make these lofty goals that we're unable to keep, not only does that diminish our confidence, it diminishes our trust. And confidence is really just knowing that you can trust yourself, that you are somebody you depend on. How many times can I say that in the next five minutes? I don't know. Five, that's my guess. (laughs) We'll see. But so focusing on self-trust means what do I need to do? Who do I need to be to be somebody I know, not believe, I know I can depend on? Well, that means I'm going to set myself up for success. That means I'm going to give myself something to do every single day that I don't want to do, but I know I need to do, and I'm actually going to fucking do it. Right, getting comfortable, being uncomfortable. Now, I'm not talking huge, massive things. I'm not going to try to PR my deadlift every single day. I am not going to force myself to do tabatas on the aerodine. And if you don't know what that means, find out what that means because they're so much better than riding that silly little bike that goes nowhere for an hour. But that's not what we're talking about today. I digress. Um, like, but, you know, I don't need to torture myself to do that. I can just say I'm going to meditate today. And I'm going to actually do it. I can just say that I'm going to get in enough vegetables today and I'm going to actually do it. I am going to try my best to observe my thoughts before I just mindlessly react and try my best to do it. There is a plethora of things that we can do to build self-trust because we build self-trust with ourselves like we build it with everybody else in our lives. It's just through little tiny actions, just like, you know, with your partner or your best friend. It wasn't one giant thing that made you trust them. It was thousands of little tiny things that showed you these are they are somebody I can trust. They are somebody I can rely on. We need to do that with ourselves. And so, you know, and again, that sucks, but it's a blessing because it takes the pressure off of us. We know that, you know, this episode is going to be released, I don't even know, on the 14th or something like that. It's not like by the 27th of January, you're going to fully trust yourself. That doesn't fucking happen, right? Take that off the table. But it means by March, you could be feeling a lot different about yourself. It means that by April, you could really be feeling a lot different about yourself. And it means that by August, you could be a whole completely different person, right? Because these things take time, a curse, and a blessing. It it allows us to know that small things need to happen. We don't need big, grandiose gestures with ourselves. We don't need to redo, rehaul ironed higher lives. That's not what we're doing here. What little things can we do every single day to build self-trust. And so how I am doing that is exactly what I just said a minute ago. Every single day, I'm giving myself something to live up to, something that is stretching me just a little bit. Will some of those days be big stretches? Yeah. I'm committed to putting, I don't even want to say this because it scares the fuck out of me, but here we go. I'm going to say it. I am committing to putting a blog post out every single week, which I've done in the past. You know, some of you might know that. It feels scarier now because I'm different now. I'm more honest now. I know myself now. I I talk more now. I say things that are truthful, which is scary to put that out there for public consumption, but that's important to me. And so on those days when I hit publish on the posts that have been sitting in my drafts for the last weeks that I'm just still too scared to put out in there into the world, like those are big things. Those are big things. That makes me really uncomfortable. Maybe yours is you're going to go to the gym for the first time. That's going to be a big thing, right? Maybe you're going to set a boundary with your boss. That's going to be a big thing. Set a boundary with your friends. Set a boundary with PTA. Set a boundary with your child. Something that might be really, really big. But then a little thing could be I'm going to not hit snooze today. I'm going to eat vegetables with breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I am going to not. Have a glass of wine on a Friday night. I am going, like little tiny things. Something every single day. And yes, every single day. It does need to happen every single day. But what is something that you can do to stretch yourself slightly, knowing that that stretch is in your highest interest and that you're going to do it? You do that. Commit to that for 30 days, three months, six months. Again, I'm going to say it again. <laughs> Holy shit. Incredible fucking things will happen incredible things will happen and so just to reiterate forget about self-love forget about trying to love yourself respect yourself and you do that by trusting yourself work on self-trust how can you build self-trust you can build it in little daily actions sometimes big daily actions call your bullshit there we all need big daily actions at least once every two weeks give yourself a big one right a big juicy one that scares you and do it Because oh my God, is that like you want it? That's a two for one. And here's the thing: this is the hat trick. You do this, you're not only building your self-trust, you're building your self-efficacy, you're building your discipline, you're building, you're gonna get motivation in spades, motivation you never dreamed about having is just gonna start showing up for you when you know that you can trust yourself. You're gonna get confident, you're gonna get all of these things as a side effect of stretching yourself a little bit, or again, a lot of it, every single day and actually following through on it. The last thing, I told you it was only four things. This is a small list, but holy shit, does this list have legs. (laughs) This little tiny list will go places, I am sure of it, when it is put into action. And so the last thing that I'm committed to in 22, how's that for a rhyme, is becoming adaptable. Becoming adaptable. Because again, what did the last two years of bullshit teach us? It taught us that we need to know how to fucking swerve, right? That the best laid plans will fall to shit. It taught us that we can know nothing about the future because we have lived through times that nobody could have predicted and it doesn't seem to be changing anytime soon. And so what I want to focus on is being adaptable because I know the future is out of my control. I know it's out of your control too. And so all I can do to best set myself up for success is to know how to roll with the punches, to know how to calmly and quickly adapt to every, to any single situation that I'm in. And you know, like, God, I don't want to say it out loud, like kids going back to homeschool or something again. But who knows, right? Who knows what situation we could be thrown into? We know that to be true. We know to expect the unexpected. But when we know that, we can prepare for it. And the only thing we can do to prepare for it is to prepare ourselves to be adaptable, to understand that all we can do in whatever situation we are in is show up as our best selves, to understand that worrying about something, you know, go back to number one, worrying about the possible problems that could happen, that ain't fucking helpful. That isn't going to do anything. That believing that everything is going to continue to go to shit, that isn't going to do anything either. All we can do is adapt. Who do I need to be? To show up as my best self in this situation. If I can ask myself that anytime shit hits the fan, even when shit doesn't hit the fan. When shit's just mildly shitting. (laughs) Is that a phrase that I just made up? I think so. Like, but who do I need to be to be okay right now? That's adaptable. That's adaptability. And I see this all the time. Again, my world, my passion is women in how we deal with our bodies. That is what lights me up. That is what I love to do. That is, you know... The career I am building for myself is helping women figure out how to love, respect, trust, you know, all the things in their bodies, build a life that they are proud of. Because I built, I believe, I know, I know, I fucking know this one. I know that how we treat ourselves is how we treat the world around us. How we see ourselves is how we see the world around us. That is why that is so incredibly passionate to me. When I'm working with somebody, I'm teaching them how to be adaptable because that's the thing with goals. They never go the way that we plan, ever. They're never going to go the way that we plan. Life is going to happen. Life will life, <laughs> right? Like, you're going to say that you're going to go to the gym four days a week after after you're done with work, and then your kid's going to have practice, or somebody's going to get sick, or your boss is going to ask you to stay, or your friend's going to ask you to go to happy hour, or something, 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 something. There's always going to be something. And in those moments, adaptability is what is going to get you through. How can you adapt your goals to whatever situation that you're in. It's the person who can adapt that will actually achieve what they have set out to achieve. And that looks like a hundred different things on any given day. There's no way we can predict it, but you can make yourself into a person who's adaptable. And I understand that might sound very scary and overwhelming. Again, y'all hit me up. That's what I can help you with. That's that's kind of what I do. And so if you're feeling like that, like I encourage you, invest some money in yourself invest, you know, an hour of your time. I'm not saying this to like blow smoke up your ass. I'm saying this because it's the truth. Give me an hour. We can find some really amazing breakthroughs. We will be able to figure out so much shit in an hour's worth of time. And it is just, I'm going to go off on a little rant here. Wasn't preparing this. This is definitely not in my notes, but I'm going to say it anyway. It is fucking amazing to me what we women will spend money on and do in order to change our bodies that doesn't require us to work. I could sell fucking vitamins and supplements and CBD and all that shit. I could sell it up the ass, you guys. I, I could sell the shit out of that. I'm not going to because that is not within my integrity. That would not be anything near how I want to show up as a person in this world because I know that that shit at best is making marginal changes I know the real work comes from actually doing work, but that's scary, right? That's scary. That's the difference in, of investing in a gym membership versus buying an online 30-day at-home building, booty building program, right? We need to do things that make us uncomfortable. Go back to the what I just said, self-trust. We need to stretch ourselves. We need to understand that if we're going to get something we've never had, we need to do something we've never done. And for a lot of us, it means getting uncomfortable, owning and examining our bullshit, owning and examining what keeps us stuck. And again, I say this in the fucking trenches because I'm the queen of having bullshit. (laughs) I'm the queen of self-sabotage. I am like, I know this because I've lived it, right? That is how I know this to be true. And so catch yourself when you're looking at the latest protein powder, the latest supplement, the latest pill, the latest protocol, catch yourself in that bullshit. Stop doing it actually invest in yourself. Get to know yourself. Put some work in around knowing yourself. And I'm not saying that needs to be with me. Get a journal and and take yourself through some self-questioning exercises. I've talked about that a thousand times here. That will allow you to find out what is truly important to you. And when you know what's truly important to you, you're going to figure out how to get it. That is going to, to bring it back. Get off my rant here. That teaches you to be adaptable, right? Because that's the thing with goals when we don't know why we really want the goals. We don't work to get them because we don't know what they actually look like. But when we know what we're actually going for, when we know what we truly want, not the surface level ship, the real wants, what we want to feel like, the person we want to be, then we have ways to actually become that person. And we can use those ways to help us become adaptable. And so, yes, this applies hugely to any body-related goals. Any body-related goals that you have, be it you want to lose 20 pounds, 100 pounds, you just want to feel better in your skin, whatever that may be, you need to be adaptable. You need to understand that you're going to make, you can do your meal prep, you can set yourself up for success and life is still going to happen. Something is going to happen that's going to get in your way. How can you adapt in that situation and still be true to yourself, still honor yourself, still show up as your highest self? Being adaptable will help you thrive 100% of the time. And then, yes, absolutely, with every other aspect of life. Because there's so much more to life than our fucking bodies. It just helps us realize that. Well, we can feel good in our bodies. We can see everything outside of it. But being adaptable at work, being adaptable in your relationships, and your friendships, how you show up in life, shit's going to happen. If I'm going to get pissed off at every fucking red light, like, that sucks how can I adapt to not be that person? How can I adapt to show up as my best self to make sure that in any situation that I find myself in, I'm showing up within my integrity? That's all I want. And I know that's all you want too, right? And so to recap, my 2022 commitments to self are pretty simple on the surface. But once you start digging There is a lot of shit underneath them, right? There's a lot of shit underneath them. And I hope that you'll take these and use them in whatever way would best serve you in your life. And so that is to commit to ourselves to find the potential, not the problems. To commit to questioning our beliefs and, more importantly, to doing it regularly, right? Because we're constantly picking up new beliefs. We are constantly being reminded of old beliefs. And so we constantly need to be questioning those to make sure that we are just not picking up bullshit and carrying it with us. And then we're going to forget about self-love. We're going to totally forget about it. And we're going to work on doing everything in our power to build self-trust, to becoming somebody that we can rely on 100% of the time. And we can do that by becoming adaptable. By figuring out ways to show up as our best selves in any situation, knowing that we cannot control the future, all we can do is roll with the punches in a way that is in alignment with our highest selves and within alignment with our integrity. And I feel so good about saying those things. I feel so good about sharing those things with you. I am confident. I don't believe. I know. (laughs) I know that they will help us all just Show up is who we remain to be. Show up is how we can be, our powerful selves, our true selves, our authentic selves. Show up is our light in 2022. So I hope this episode helps. Um, I'm going to remind you again. Please, please, if it has, please take a minute and just rate and review this podcast. If you've ever sent me a DM about this podcast, I appreciate it greatly. Take another second and review it so people can publicly see it. It'll help people find it. It helps greatly get this shown. and, And again, I just... My ego, and I'll fully admit that, my ego loves it. So if this helped you in any way, please screenshot it, share it with your friends, share it with whoever thinks it would benefit. And I would, again, would love to help you with any of this shit. Hit me up in my DMs or go to my website, book an appointment. We can do some really, really amazing things together. Bet on yourself this year. Bet on yourself. Invest in yourself. Let yourself be exactly who you want to be. Just believe you can be it. And then everything else will fall into place. And again, I would be honored to help you do it. So I'm just clapping my hands in front of the microphone. I apologize about the sign, but that is my sign to go take off my robe and get my shit together on this lovely little Sunday. (laughs) I will see you back next week.